episode 39. Today, what are we talking about? We're talking about nightmare clients Part still. Two. Yes. Still. Yes. So today is all about filtering your clients and how to close a deal depending mm. on what categories they belong to. Today is another masterclass by yeah. Ling Lao Shi. Mini masterclass. Okay, so Taja Hawa. Ling Lao Shi Please take out your notebooks, ah. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna start with the four kinds of clients. You remember we went to Penang and we had the worst anmo. The four of us, one of us had a good masseuse. Only Michelle. Yeah, the rest of us but was But I like think only because she was so... Tired. She really needed it. Or maybe she had very low standards. Anything would have worked. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm a pro, you know, when it comes to massage. Well, you, I have to experience it to believe it. Uh. Yeah, I'm a pro. No, not that I'm a pro to massage people. No. I'm a pro oh. to be massaged. What do you mean? Like, I've been through a lot of massages. Oh, so, so you know what's good. I'm very discerning. I so see. the first press, uh, the first couple of presses, I, I know if you're a good masseuse or not. Really. So do you, you want to recommend someone like how you recommended your hairstylist? Oh. oh my god, speaking of your hairstylist. Yes. It's so funny. Um. Okay, so what happened? Uh? No, so yesterday I went to cut my hair. At Soul Sisters? Soul Scissors. Oh, Soul Scissors. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Soul Scissors, but it's a pun um, on Soul Sisters. Yeah, so then... Because you went before, right? Yes. How do you discover them? I discovered because you know, in the past two years, been on the hunt for UP, UT, Gualapni, oh, yeah. right? So I've been really going to some really cheap places to cut my hair. Last time I go Kim Robinson, one, you know, last time when I'm very super atas. I know. Kim Robinson, uh, I started off cutting the hair just slightly under, slightly under $200, <gasps> I would cut. Okay, so it was still considered affordable and to me. Your hair is freaking short. Very short, right? And my hair I can grows cut it. very, very fast. So, so I'll cut my Hair. No, then later it started every year, huh? the pricing just kept creeping up, you know. Oh. So then it became like 200 plus, then 300 plus, then almost 400 you know, for a boy's cut. You know? Hey, keep this story for our money episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, really? okay. So anyway, I kind of stopped that kind of lifestyle. Mm. So recently I've been trying to really go for, go for UP team. But then uh, you pay peanuts, you really get monkeys. So I got this monkey, like, gonna get go your hair, you know, sometimes, <laughs> you know. And then, um, so what happened was this one met at Seoul. Oh, I know. Scissors. Crystal. Crystal's hair was really nice. Mm. And then uh, Eugene's sisters also go to Seoul Scissors. Mm. He hasn't been there himself, but then he said that, the sisters really sang a lot of praises about Matt lah, and yeah. ATT Ahmed. So I went and I really liked him. Yeah. He was in, out, quick, clean, great service. It's really nice and, you know, like no frills, but really a good cut. And cheap. It's $30 it's plus okay. wash. Like it's $30. Correct. Without wash, it's even cheaper. Correct. Mm. Yeah. So I think uh, many episodes ago, you actually recommended Matt, right? Yeah. So scissors. And then I think... Okay, so I started going also yeah. like a few months ago. <laughs> then Eugene started going also. Then Kenji, Kenji. started going. <laughs> anyway, the chong thing is that yesterday I went to cut my hair, mm. right? And then mm. I went to look for Matt. Yeah, I came home and then we... No, and the funniest was you dropped me a message after you went to bed. You said, oh, I love Matt. You oh, know, yes, I just yes, went to yes, cut, yes, right? Yes. Then shortly after... We receive a DM, right? From Hamachi Irong. Yeah, Hamachi Irong DM us and say that she heard a very familiar voice. Yes. And she realized that it was me. Ha, huh. No, but she wears specs. So I think when you cut her hair, you remove your specs, right? So I think she blurs her tongue like me. Like, without huh. specs, cannot see anything, right? So heard your voice, but didn't know it was you. She can actually recognize someone by voice. Yes. Wow. Of course, uh, for us, that. it's by voice one. Because a lot of people haven't even seen uh, us. That, that's true. 
true lah. Yes, it be by voice. Yeah, so we actually bump into a listener. Yes. At a hair salon. Yes. How small is the world? Amokyo, yes. our favorite Amokyo yeah. Central. And I love that you guys like really go to and try out our recommendations. And you're very Yeah. Mm, so anyway, we tali tweetian again. Uh. So scissors. Yeah. Look Matt. for Matt. M-A-T-T. And where yeah. is it? It's at Jubilee Square. Yes, it's in Ang Mo Kyo Central. You know where the bus interchange is, Ang Mo Kyo Hub is, and the MRT station is just opposite there. If you drive, you park at the open air car park next to the National Library. National Library? You mean the Ang Mo Kyo Library? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ang Mo Kyo Library, correct? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So then must you go on. Uh? Yes. And it's $30. That, that includes a wash. Without wash, it's less than that. Yeah. And look for Matt. M A T T. So, Caesar. And now let's move on to our podcast. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Before that, maybe next time we can, you know, uh, discuss with Matt. Uh, say that if people what, use the uh? Lito coupon, uh, uh. the coupon code L I T O, you get 10% off or something <laughs> like that. Huh? Can or not? Maybe. Can. Uh? Then we can use or uh, not. <laughs> we, we pay full we price la. we pay full price la. we're not freeloader uh. we're oh, not yeah, a price yeah, shopper yeah, yeah. Uh. you're getting good you're getting good at this <laughs> I learned from the best ma. so episode 39 today what are we talking about we're talking about nightmare clients Part still, yes. still. Yes. how come we are wellowing in it we're still at it not wellowing but we are trying to dive even even, e- even deeper even deeper yeah because uh, we talked about dream clients that's how we started then we talked about nightmare clients then you know in one of the episodes I talked about how we should actually qualify and have a discovery call with our clients right mm-hmm. but I didn't do a, like a clarification of how can you do that what happens in a discovery call so today it's all about filtering your clients and how to close a deal depending mm. on what categories they belong to. Today is another masterclass by yeah. Ling Lao Shi. Mini masterclass. Yeah, I was telling Dan like, I was telling <laughs> Ling Lao Shi like, I, feel, I will feel very useless in this Today, episode. Huh? Yeah. No lah, I think you can contribute. So you, yeah, I will contribute once in a while. Yes, okay, so everyone Ling Lao Shi is going Please take out your notebooks. Huh? Okay. Okay, so we're going to start with the four kinds of clients there are four categories okay and which is the right kind of client for you mm. okay so the first uh, we're gonna start from the bottom like, of the barrel okay <laughs> the first category is they're called freeloaders okay the, uh, yeah they're so the these, worst. these clients yes they are the worst and they are the bottom of the barrel and what are they focused on they are focused on how to get a free meal that's mm. why they have the name freeloader yeah so i think uh, a while ago we had this interactive chat on uh instagram and all of us just talking about, um, you know, money issues, client woes. And then um, a few of you were talking about, you know, what do we think if uh, a client comes to you and uh, dangles a big carrot in front of you and say that, would you shoot for me for free? But mm-hmm. they don't say free. They say for exposure. Yeah. So there's no monetary exchange. They're paying you in kind and in exposure or traffic. Yeah. So that in a way actually is a freeloader kind of request. Yeah. Right. And then also we have a uh, scene man. Um, hello, Sima, ni hao. Uh, she mentioned about some um, people, they want to do a shoot or something, right? Then they wanted to borrow her, her what? stuff for free. Her equipment, right? And borrow it for free, right? No, I think her, you know, her little sculptures and all that. Oh, the sculpture that she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. And, and it's and one of a kind. And these things are very precious. Correct, correct. And you know productions, right? You might, they might break things. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. They're a bit too loose sometimes. Yeah. Or too right? Yeah. So she was asking us like, 
should I do it yes. or not? How yes. should I protect myself? Correct. So that was a, was also another freeloader request. Yeah. Yeah. So especially when you're starting out, you will get a lot. I mean, you get exploited. So you can I ask you? Have you been in your course of being a photographer, especially uh. in the beginning, lah? Now I don't think people dare to ask you. Or you know, do you still get the kind of request? Or have you had? No, I mean, if I get one, it's because my friend will come and ask me like, "Hey, we're doing this for a charity." Okay. Pro bono. Got good reason one nah. Very good reason. Mm. And they're upfront about you one nah. Yeah. I don't get any of those anymore. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, one one incident stood out because <laughs> it was very funny. Um, This magazine, they asked me to shoot some travel photos for them. Mm. And they actually offered to pay me $5 per image. <laughs> Somehow I felt that $5 was worse than not paying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, it I felt like it was a bit insulting. It, yeah. You might as well tell me a good reason and I can shoot for you for free. Yes. You know, like... Yes. Because they, this one, they, they really put a value on it and it's $5 yeah, per image. So right? my shot is only worth $5. I just felt like they didn't know how to value. Were you very new at that time? New-ish. Not New-ish. super new. Okay. I just started maybe a year or two. Okay, so but how many images were you supposed to do? Maybe there's a lot of quantity? No, 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 no. Just a few. Maybe like three shots, five dollars. Right. Four then. shots, twenty dollars, <laughs> that kind. Oh yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so I feel like, Fay also not enough to cover, right? Yeah, and you are a magazine. You have been oh, around man. for a few years. Okay, so how did you handle that request? No, I told them that I wouldn't take it up. Mm. That's good. Because yeah. my suggestion is that when it comes to freeloading requests, avoid these customers. They are a nightmare. Okay? Yeah. But okay, so but the thing is some people are desperate for jobs, right? Mm. At the beginning. Like mm. they want the exposure and all that. What do you suggest? Okay. What I feel is that um there's no right or wrong. Okay. My recommendation is you, you avoid these people. Because if they're trying to get um to ask you to do something for free. What they're focused on is not free. getting free from you. It's getting free from other people in the future also. So they're focused yes. on getting the same results for free even if they aren't using you. Which means that you won't be the last person to yes. work for them for free. Exactly. Yeah. So if you think that right now, okay lah, let me, you know, because of the future possibility for exposure or maybe next time they say, some of them even go as far as say, hey, next time when we have budget, we'll pay you. Okay, so it's say next time, next time, right? Mm. So you, in good faith, you think that they're going to actualize that promise yep. and then you do it for free. Mm. But no, the next time, they will just go on to another person yeah. and ask for free. Yeah. Then they just ask the whole town to do for free and yeah. they don't have to foot a single cent. Correct. Mm. So I would think that we don't entertain these people at all. Yes. Strangers. So as an industry, as a tribe, we all creatives, if we all decide that we don't entertain freeloaders, yeah, they have to learn how to start paying. Mm. Right? You don't go to uh, a restaurant and ask a restaurant, for free food. Yeah, or mee pok and then say, auntie, you give me a mee pok. Uh, maybe next next time I ask, I buy mee pok from you, I'll pay you. Yeah, you don't. creative work is Correct. not any different Correct. from that. Correct. So because they know that there are people who are hungry and desperate and starting out and want to build portfolio, that becomes a leverage mm. for them. And that leverage is an abuse. Yep. They are taking advantage of us. Yep. You know, yep. if we say yes. So we're doing the whole industry disservice mm. when we do that. So we should all, you know, mm. and say no. Yeah. And I think for, for creatives who are afraid that, oh, if I don't work for free for some companies, how do I build my portfolio? Mm. Still can what? You can still do your own personal project. Correct. For example. 
Yeah, you don't have to be hired by a company Correct. who actually isn't going to pay you anyway. Correct. So don't cheapen yourself. If you want to yeah. do something for free, know what is the reason you're doing for it. Mm. You know, or maybe you can ask for other kinds of payment. Like for example, you can negotiate butter. that. Yeah, butter. Mm. And when they butter, make sure that it's not something like exposure. Like maybe something else, like, okay, that has a price uh, tag that mm. you can, that's more tangible for you. And yeah. then you can also negotiate on, you know, payment over time or payment schemes if they have a budget constraint or whatever, you know, creative about that instead of just going for what is the, f- the fastest and the easiest solution which is oh shoot for free okay like i do for free learn how to bargain yeah. you know if you value what i do enough maybe there are other ways we can work this out instead of say free mm. is what can you offer me other yeah. than exposure you can negotiate at the table okay yes. so it should never be free okay uh, for a promise in return for hard work because it mm. is your time and your effort okay if, you, if they can't pay you generally walk away and, and I want you to think about this. The moment you do this, you are literally flipping the switch from an amateur to being a, a pro. pro. <laughs> right? The whole idea of doing for free for exposure is all very needy and desperate and you're like an amateur. You're languishing in this weird zone mm. and you can't get a foothold in a professional zone. So the moment you own your craft and you don't cheapen your work and mm. you, you value your own work mm-hmm. and you ask for something, then you are a professional. Yes. And it is just a decision. Yes. And the mirroring effect will happen again. Yes. And suddenly you become very sexy. No. And if you work for free a lot, a lot of people are going to ask you to work for free. Correct. Correct. You're going to start attracting. free forever. <laughs> You're telling the universe that you are okay. Available to work for free. Yes. So yeah. Donna, okay. Mm. Um, okay. So the next category is what I call price shoppers. So mm. this is better than the freeloaders. They are focused on getting the best deal. Mm. Okay. So this is like me for the haircut. You pee, you tea, you don't like me. This is under price shopper because I'm price conscious now as yes. opposed to cutting my hair in like uh, Kim Robinson. Mm-hmm. Now I want you pee, you tea, you don't like me. Okay. So this group of people, myself included, mm-hmm. <laughs> they like to haggle or they really write, like to, you know, spend time to find because they believe that there are people who are able to do good work at a very cheap rate. And there are. It's just that you, it's quite can, can be quite painstaking the process in discovering. So this. you don't need the highest quality. You just need good enough. Yes, sometimes, mm. right? So sometimes, you know, like last time when I was first starting out and then I was jacking up my fees, I was beginning to jack up my fees, right? Uh, some of my clients will say, hey, but I can go to university and get an uh, undergraduate to do this for 200 bucks. Yeah. Why are you charging me 500 now? Yeah. Then I said, because... I already graduated from university <laughs> for three years. You, you know what I mean? So I'm a different space right now. I cannot continue to be at that rate. So we will always need to move forward. There will always be people cheaper. But then with my uh, three years after graduation, I have more experience. My quality is even better. Mm. So for your client, it really depends. La. Like where do, what do they value? If good enough and cheap is important to them, then they are a price shopper. Mm, okay. Mm, mm. So this group of people, they are like a mixed bag. It's not all bad. They are good clients. Also, they're not nightmare clients, yeah. okay, but their focus is very different. So, this is great if you are just starting out, mm. like okay, undergrad, just graduated, no experience, not a very big um, established portfolio. You go for this group of people, okay. Mm-hmm. But if you don't consider yourself a low cost provider, if that is not your positioning, like Rebecca is clearly not that, Lito is clearly not that, we will avoid these clients. Mm. So that this first category, freeloaders, we avoid. Price shoppers, second category, we avoid also. Mm-hmm. So clear, yeah? Mm, clear. Okay. Then the third category is what I call value seekers. Okay. So they want to get good results at a fair price. Mm-hmm. It's not a cheap price. It's NTUC now. <laughs> okay. So they want it's good not, results. Not Jason's yet. Yes. <laughs> so good results, but at a fair price. Uh-huh. So they're not cheap skate, huh? They actively do 
see the value that you provide. And this kind of clients, I don't know, uh, okay, maybe Jason's will do that. But I think at this point, this kind of clients also, sometimes they won't shop around so much. Mm. They kind of go straight for who they want. Yes, they would have they done- they know what they want. Yes, they would have done their research and mm. qualification. Mm. So they also will kind of, or maybe they will ask you a first few questions. Like they're mindful like, that mm. you might be out of their range. Like, and yeah. they won't haggle with you. If they will realize that, okay, this is my budget constraint issue. It's not that you're not good. It's just that I can't afford you right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so there's respect. But they're still more flexible. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. So this category of uh, clients, right, should make up the bulk of your business mm. because generally they are respectful of your time, your expertise and your effort and your creativity and your service. Okay, but they don't have unlimited budget. Yeah, so yeah. they are value shoppers, but they are the best to serve. Mm. And like you and I, we are value shoppers. What? We don't have like endless amount of money. You know, we want to, again, you pin, you ting, you do me, but this is a higher level one. Mm-mm. You know, it's not the cheap level, low level kind. Mm. Uh, so this should form the bulk of your uh, client pool. Yep. Okay. Now, the last category is what I call show me the results category. Okay. Mm. So these people are purely focused on results. They have a rubber band budget. Mm. It's, they're just very loaded. Like they have a lot of money. So they just want the best. They want to hire the best person. If they like you, if you can deliver what they want, because they have high expectations and they have high demands, mm-hmm. okay, they will hire you regardless of the cost. They just rent thing. Okay, and money is of no issue. Was your CDL client yes. like that? Yes, he was ah, so. Right. Yeah, Mr. Kwek Ling Ju was like, this Yo, boy, I want to work with you. Yes. Correct, because they understand. That, and they really, really <laughs> like you and your work and they do have the budget there. Mm. So it's really about selecting the, oh, best. the best. So they are focused on results, okay? But uh, this requires you to be the best in the fields at what you do, okay? And if you have that, the mastery and the skill sets and the capability, this is your dream client pool. Mm. And you sometimes you don't even need a lot. You just need a handful and mm. you're set for the year, yeah? But they can be very demanding and they have every reason to do that because they're paying top dollar for you. I see. Okay. So, uh, Lito's positioning is somewhere between show me the results and the value shoppers. Yep. We are somewhere in between there because we have discussed internally and we do want to serve small business owners mm. as well, small businesses. So, we cannot price ourselves too far out of their range. We are very mindful about that, but we're very selective because we have limited bandwidth. Mm. Yeah. And then we also have to qualify the clients and see, you know, are they dreamy? Do yes. they, do we as align with their values? Yeah. Is it going to be a fun project? You know, mm. maybe we can charge a bit lower, but there are other perks that yeah. we can enjoy you know yeah, things like that correct 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 so in charging we're quite we also have a rubber band right in we terms do. of how we charge we do we mm. do so it is part art part science la. it is mm. it is Okay, so but, those are the four categories. Huh? Do you remember them? <laughs> oh I hate this. <laughs> what is the first category? <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, but what's the exact words? Man, I show you. <laughs> Freeloaders. I pass you my I pass you my I pass you my answer script. La. Okay, okay, then what is the second category? Price stop. Eh, price shoppers. Yeah. Looking at the, the notes also cannot read properly. Yeah, price shoppers. Then the third category. Value seekers. Yes, value seekers, which should form the bulk of your client pool. Yeah. And most of us is in this category. Yes, yeah? and most of us will have clients in this category. Mm. Mm. And then it's show me the results. That is the holy grail. 
Okay, right. but it requires you to have a lot of mastery and the skill sets. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now now that we have done the four categories, right? I want to talk about this um, client filtering process. We need to have an acquisition strategy when it comes to our customers. So this is similar to what I mentioned in an earlier episode, in Dream Clients episode about having a discovery call. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the discovery call can be uh, can also happen even before you talk to the person. It can be part of the process can happen on your website. So you have a pre-qualification, a pre-filter. So you don't just handle all the Tom, Dick and Harry requests. So the reason why you want to have an acquisition strategy is because if not, right, any client will come through to you. Mm -hmm. And if you are not clear about what motivates them, what category they are in, Uh. there's no discovery process, then you just treat all clients as equal. Uh. When you do that, right, then the possibility of them turning into nightmare clients is quite high Uh. because there's no pre-qualification. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So you need to have this filtering thing, like when you filter water, right? Uh-huh. Then you drink the water. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you will just drink any kind of water. So sometimes it's clean, it's good. Sometimes, sometimes. it's dirty and you LS. Did I tell you that day, right? So it's my friend's mom mm. runs a tour agency mm-hmm. and then say need a photographer. So ask me to go down and meet her. Mm. So this was an example of really like Totally not aligned. Oh, I know. I remember you told me about it. Okay, tell, tell me more. Tell me more. She asked me to go and shoot for them, like tag on because she say, nowadays all the Chinese tourists, right? They mm. come to Singapore and they want to have a photographer tag on. Correct, correct. And help them take photos. Yes. Uh, with the tourist attractions. Yes, moments are moments. Yes. Yeah, mm. and she, she wanted me to just hop along with the tours mm. and take photos for very... Whole day, is it? Yeah, whole day mm. and like... I don't know, like many, many tours, you know, she wanted to collaborate with me. Mm. But then she thought the that's budget, what I do. Mm, then the budget, what kind and is the it realistic? Is, is it fair? Like $20 per person, that kind one. Mm. <laughs> For the whole day? But how big is the group? Like 10 people? I can't remember. So, yeah, so basically, very, very, she said they are not willing to pay. But yet they still want. Then that is service. not your problem. Then that's not their problem. Your yeah. problem, what? Then not willing to pay is not your problem, what? Yeah, so I told her, <laughs> I, this is really maybe if they're not, not willing to pay, then they can't get long. They're not the side. Yes. So she wants to provide this service to them, even oh. though they don't want to pay. They can't pay. Right. They, as in, they are, they can pay, but they don't pay a premium. It's a good to have. And as a business owner, she's thinking it would be good to have this service. Yeah. So for her, it's not that she can't. Then she has to go and look for the Tashwishan law, the undergraduates law. Exactly. Not Rebecca That's what I told her. So Correct. This mm. is like what you mentioned earlier, right? So mm. there are different tiers. So Correct. our tiers don't align. Yes. That's the price shoppers law. Yeah. So she also don't know what she's looking for, mm. you know? Correct. So, so what did you tell her? What's your advice? I told her you should really look for someone who's just starting out. Correct who maybe needs a portfolio or need money, need mm, work, mm, that kind of thing. And mm. there are a lot of these people who will be willing to work at this price point. Do you know if she has found that person? I'm not sure. Like okay, that. listeners. Okay, any of you li- people listening to our podcast, right? If you're just starting out and you're willing to do a job like this, drop us a DM. Maybe we can match make your or whatever. Oh, yeah. Correct, <laughs> huh? please. We can be a funnel because we Sounds don't do this good. kind of work. But it's, it's not that this kind of work is not good. It's just that we're not at this space anymore. You know, we. I'm in my 40s. Like I, say, I always say, I'm a fossil, I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> I cannot shoot one person $20, huh? cannot anymore. I cannot survive like that. Yeah, but mm. I mean, we will all be at, you know, this stage at one point yes, or the yes. other, right? Yes, yes. We are going to Correct, correct. Yeah. So, yeah, it will be good to match make. La. Awesome, awesome. Mm. Okay, so the reason why you want to have a customer acquisition strategy is so that you don't end up with many problematic clients, Okay. Mm. Uh, refer to previous episode for <laughs> nightmare clients. Uh. Okay, so step one, okay? How do you set up this client filter? 
小猫们，喵喵。We really want to hear from you. Yes, we want to get to know you guys better. Yes, so slide into our DMs. Yes, the best way is to follow us on Instagram at Lito Labs. Okay, so step one. Okay, how do you set up this client filter? Okay. You can do this as a questionnaire、uh, on the contact form on your website.、Oh. Just like a pre-fill before they even get to you, right? You know, usually the people go to the website, then they fill in a form and they you will reply them, right?、Mm. So just make this part of the、um, form filling process. You just ask them, you know, something like, "Hi, thank you so much for your interest in working with us.、Uh, just to know you a little bit better in a project better, can you also rank these five elements in the order of importance to you?、Uh. Okay, so write down ah、uh, notes ah.、Uh. First element is speed. Second element、oh. is quality. Third element is cost. Fourth element is overall service. Okay, which is the experience of working with you.、Mm. Uh, fifth element is results. Cool. Okay, I repeat now.、Uh, first, speed. Second, quality. Third is cost. Fourth is overall service. The fifth is results. Mm. Okay, so you can use this filter on your hire me or your services or your contact page as a pre-qualification. Okay, so you know right, there's this thing on a website we've seen before, like it's a toggle, right? Like three elements, right? If you want to have fast and quality, it、yeah. cannot be cheap. If you want cheap and fast, you cannot have quality. If you want quality and good, it cannot be fast.、Yeah. So you're basically. Asking your clients to think through even before they contact you, because then they even imagine if you're filling in a form like this, you will start to think, oh yeah, do I want it fast or do I want it cheap? Yeah, <laughs> so it's already a kind of like a self filtering effect happening right there because they're thinking like you know you're making the client think even before they get in touch with you because they then they know that you are not any oh how kind of creator.、Oh. You do have your standards, and you're trying to understand what is important to them. Yeah, and you have this is the first sign of the red velvet policy. Yeah, right. People have a glimpse of it already,、uh-huh, but they don't、uh-huh. know what you're gonna do with the data you collect. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so the next part, step two, is what you do with the data you collect. So, which is what I call a follow up and advancing the sale.、Mm-hmm. How do you close the sale and move forward? Right. Okay, so if you collect data and you realize that the client is cost focused, the person prioritizes the cost. Okay, this is how you follow up with the sales and you advance the sale. You explain to them that you specialize in getting results above everything else. So、mm. this is my value. It's not cost. Okay,、right. I'm not about providing a cheap service. service. I'm about getting the results. Right. So while you may not be the cheapest person in town. You have the most experience and will deliver superior results.、Mm. Okay, and then you offer examples of your work. Like you can take a look at this. You know the great room or what we've done for New York Times. This is all our quality work. Take a look. Okay, if see if you like it. Okay, then describe how the results and the experience of working with you is superior to what your competitors offer. Like what makes you so different? So、mm. the way we position Lighto is that we deliver results ahead of time, right? And we are not、uh, time and penny pinchers, you know. We are all in when we do a project for you, and we we want to work with people who、uh, are fun,、yeah. you know, because it, it, we're all about the experience. So、um, this is what we prioritize. So if you work with us, we are not someone who、um, just follow orders. We are thinking designers. So when you onboard us, right, we are part of your creative strategies team already.、Mm. We are not just oh、uh, waiting to get orders from you. Like okay, you tell us what colors you want, what font you want, how you want. We just we will think for you. Yeah. So it, literally, this is the value we put on the table. Okay. So for cost focused clients, right, it is all about tying your value to their business bottom line at the end of the day.、Mm. 
Okay, so you have to, if you do this right, it can make working with you seem like a no-brainer. Mm, mm, so you mm, have mm, to explain, mm, even if they are cost-conscious. Mm, okay, mm. But remember, if after all the pre-qualification, you realise that they are cheapskate clients or freeloaders, what do you do? Run away. Yes, run fast, fast. <laughs> okay, so that's why you want to have that filtering. Huh? Yeah. Okay, next, if you realise that they are speed-focused, okay, you explain what your process is like. So it's like, uh, if you're fast, you're fast. Oh. Okay, but if you say, oh, you know, generally for a website, if they say, I will need a website in two weeks. Mm. Okay, then you tell them, oh, um, for websites, our whole process, because it's very thorough, it will take the fastest that can deliver is at least eight weeks. So if you cannot, this timeline is not realistic for you, then maybe a future project we can work together. We cannot do something. We're not comfortable with delivering um, a good website in two weeks yeah. because it will compromise on our standards, mm. right? Yeah, so you tell them while speed is a concern because you don't want to drag out the process, you are always focused on getting amazing results. That's your top priority. Mm. So you have to set expectations of timeline. Tell them for a project of this scope, it's going to take how long, mm. okay? Then, emphasize that if they're very concerned about timing if let's say timing is uh, short mm. but uh, they are wavering whether they you know it's kind of tight and they don't know whether they should go ahead or not you know they're sitting on the fence then you tell them this is something that I'm confident in delivering in four weeks okay I'm very confident in not dragging it out and I will make it a point to consistently keep you abreast of development mm. and we will watch the the timeline, the project timeline, like a hawk. Right. So these people are speed focused. So you, this is how you sell yourself. You're also very speed focused today. Miha, yes. You're one. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we are targeting our, to wrap our episode at like 25 minutes. It's 28 minutes Yeah, already. three minutes over. Oh my God. Okay. So the last one is if they are results quality or overall service focused. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the client isn't a price shopper. So you explain and you emphasize on how you specialize in getting results, which is what they want, while you right. may not be the cheapest, okay? And you talk about how your clients have chosen to work with you again and again, mm. and how you have impacted their business when they work with you. And then you wow them with your curated portfolio. Wow. Okay, so that's what you do. Um, yeah, so that's about it. So basically, I want to tell you a little bit more. If people are sitting on the fence or haggling and they need a little bit more time, you don't end your conversation hanging there. You have to finish beautifully, right? Okay. Like give it a sweet finish, a sweet wrap. You close the conversation politely and beautifully by saying, thank you so much for your inquiry. Uh, at the end of the day, a result kind of person. This is all that I've done, you know, for my clients. And I'm very excited at the possibility of uh, helping you working and, together. and working together. Uh, that said, you know, if you know how valuable my photography, my website, design skills my creative strategy skills right can be for your business and you want outstanding results okay think about it and i'd love to talk to you when you are ready wow is there a need to say all these things because i always feel like if you have a good portfolio it mm. speaks for itself and because words are very cheap right mm. we can say but, but you must mean it law because i always anything. i always mean it because i always follow up and it's a beautiful finish it's almost like the ball is now back in your court. I ah. finished whatever. If there's anything you need, come back to me. But you reiterate what is my focus. I would love to work with you. Okay. Mm. If then you also, this is a sell, right? Like reiterate what is important to you. If having quality brand photography, because that's what makes or breaks a website, is important to you, come to me because I'm the best person in town. You don't mm. even have to look anywhere else. I'll be ready to work with you if the budget is right, if, you, mm. if the fit is right. You know, because I'm all about having a great working experience as well. Mm. So not only can I deliver you the assets that you need, you'll be so fun to work together. Whoa. And I look forward to working with you. And that's it. You're close and you're not nice. needy. Right. And the ball is in that court. And case finished. If you hear from him, if great. You want, if yeah. not, yeah, but if you are a, 
a potential customer, if you're looking for a vendor and a vendor cares enough to write like that to you, it's mm. beautiful. True. Because that is a glimpse of the working process of what you are like. You are proactive. Mm. You are involved. Right. You know? Right, right, yeah. right. Okay, okay. Huh? So that's it lah. Shaka lah. <laughs> I think words can be very powerful, huh? It is, but you have to mean them and... and you got to yeah. deliver lah. I'm not... I'm not about, you know, icky sales tactics. I don't think that works and it's gross. Mm -hmm. It's about doing it in a sincere way that is also smart and practical and it converts, Mm -mm -mm. right? So this is how you want to sell from Mm -hmm. a place of genuine uh, care and intention and love and excitement. That's how we want to show up as a creative, right? And you value every opportunity that comes knocking on your door. Mm. So this is how you get closer to that dream clients and also further away from the nightmare clients by having a red velvet velvet policy, okay? And also having a filtering process. Wow, okay. Mm. And we wish that for all of you. Yes. The dream clients. Yes, it's about alignment. Dreamy work. Correct. Mm, and mm. the mirroring effect. Mm, then those freeloaders are uh, let them go and you know, fanshing, fanshing. Yeah, let them um you know continue to yeah to be in the mark. Mm, you mm. know. So you always have a choice. Okay, remember that when you feel pressurized into a corner and you don't feel comfortable or you don't know how to say no because it's so awkward. Mm. And also, well, they did dangle a carrot for potential exposure and potential payment in the future. Then your good side and your needy side and your desperate side will start to think that you want to say yes. Yeah. But I'm saying be a pro. Yeah. Don't be an amateur. Okay, one thing I can add is that think carefully before you say yes or Mm -hmm. say no. Mm. Because once that yes go out, right, it's very mm. difficult for you to... And then you resent. Eat, eat your words back. Correct. Then you resent and then you go and steam in one corner, right? What's the point? And you still have to do the work. You still yes. have to go and like live through it. So the discomfort of saying no, if you don't say no, the it, discomfort, you have to do it. Yeah, so it's right. discomfort of doing it or discomfort of, of saying no. You might as well have the discomfort of saying no. Yeah, from my experience, <laughs> that, that, that discomfort of saying no for a few seconds is... rip off the band-aid. Remember, koyo. Just rip it off fast, clean and professionally. Yeah, yes. because I have also experienced those jobs where like, yes. I said yes too quickly. Correct. And then I'm there like roasting in like resentment. You said like, yes quickly, too quickly shit. because for fear, right? The fear of rejecting someone, the awkwardness and everything. Fear, right? Or yeah. never think true carefully. No? Correct. Mm. So always, if you, again, at the end of the day, when someone sends you a weird request and you don't have an answer, the best thing you can always say is, let me think about it. I'll get yeah. back to you in a while. Or 48 hours or in two days, in a day, end of day. Mm-mm. Buy yourself some time. I mean, you have the right to have time. It is a ridiculous think. request, right? So you have every right to say no and think at least. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, because we're always afraid like people want our response very quickly, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm. So we must give ourselves permission to And usually people who are desperately seeking for like freeloaders are they're also like one vacancy one. Last minute. Yeah, they really minute. want the fast, cheap, no, not even cheap, like no need oh. to pay. And quality. They really IPIT to Alamni. There's this story about this influencer. Right? She was supposed to go overseas for a shoot. Mm-hmm. And then her makeup artist couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. So in the end, she had to, she was sponsored or something like that. Mm. So she had to go on Instagram and, uh, and ask for somebody mm. to take over, but for free. Mm. And this person has to pay her own etiquette to go overseas with her land. <sighs> and it's like super short notice. I can't remember, like a few days or maybe you know, within a week, that kind. Ayyoh. And then she said, yeah, you know, you have to work for free. Exposure, that kind of thing. 
No then la. backlash la, you get a lot of backlash. Of course la. You yeah. are influencer yourself. It just doesn't make sense. Correct. Right? Even if you're sponsored and you don't get paid the money, then it, the responsibility is on you, you know, that your makeup artist cannot make it. No. Then you have to tell Yao Pao, you also have to pay someone to go with you, you know. Correct. You have to have integrity. This is your problem, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't pass your problem to somebody else just because your makeup artist cannot turn up. Man. Yes, amen. Yeah, come on. <laughs> High five. All right, so we're going to wrap up with our song choices this week. We hope you find this um, episode useful. Yeah! Get another masterclass. Yes, so uh, you want to go first or go first? My fast is very, my, my fast, my song is very sing power, no? My song has nothing to do with the episode. Is it a fast or slow song? It's a very mid-tempo uh, mid song by uh. one of my favourites, Nick Drake. Who is that? You never heard of him? Drake? Nick Drake. Nick Drake, Nick no. Drake. I, I know Drake, but I don't know no, Nick not Drake. Drake. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's just think Drake the girl, so not you. <laughs> yeah. This guy, when he was alive, right, his music was not popular at all. Oh. So he had depression and then he was kind of like rejected by a lot of companies, that kind of thing. After he died, Volkswagen mm. actually took one of his songs and did an ad with it. And he and blew up. Oh. He died already. He killed himself, I think. Oh. Yeah, so his music is amazing. And now Nick Drake, he's famous. Oh no, but he, I feel very swaku. <laughs> yeah, he, does, he doesn't know it, you know. But his oh. music is great. He, he just didn't get appreciated in his lifetime. Oh. This song is called Day Is Done. Day Is Done. Yeah, at oh. the end of the day, it's done. Oh, great. We are done, almost done with this episode. My song, um, it's very fun song. And you know how one of our mantras is that people can be whoever the fuck they want, right? Mm. So this song has got a lot of the fuck words. Like almost wow. every other line that's the fuck, 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 fuck right? Fuck you, yeah. fuck you, the Damien Rice song. Oh, no, no, not that one. This is like really, really Ting Pao, you listen. I think the first word is really fuck already. Linking Park, is it? No, Linkin it's... Park. No. Okay, so it's a great song because uh, other than the many, many fucks in the, the lyrics, um, you know, the management company, when they heard the song, right, they... Said that maybe you should remove all the all fucks, the fucks, right? Then yeah, don't have song already. So then the writer actually said, "Let me think about it." <laughs> right. So he <laughs> thought about it. He asked his friends and his family, and then he thought about it. You know, by timeline, you know what we're talking about. I don't have to give you an answer now. Let me think about it. Mm. So he thought about it, and then he went back to the recording company and said, "It fucking stays." <gasps> So cool. <laughs> so cool. So this is a song about not settling for something that is just okay. Love it. Make it the best it can be. Awesome. See you next week. Bye. Bye. When the day is done Down to earth and sinks the sun Along with everything that was lost and won When the day is done When the day is done Hope so much your race will be all wrong Then you find you jump the gun Have to go back where you began when the day is done When the night is come Some get by But some get old Just to show life's not made of gold When the night is cold When the bird is flown Got no one to call it up Got no place to call it home
When the game's been fought Newspaper blown across the court Lost much sooner than you would have thought Now the game's been fought When the part is through Seems so very sad for you Didn't do the things you meant to do Now there's no time to start a new Is done. Down to earth and sinks the sun Along with everything that was lost and won When the day We love music. Yes, music is life. life. Yes. So if you have any songs that you are currently listening to mm. or that you love, mm. please let us know because we would love to know what you're listening to and what you're jamming to, what's on your playlist, what's on your like non-stop repeat mode kind of music, right? We want to know. And then we will share with yes. the listeners. And we love you. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.